You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. talking about the guest, guest list. list. How to invite. What to do when you invite. Who do you invite? <gasps> Who? <laughs> Who do you invite to your dinner parties? Mm-hmm. Who makes Who you, the list? Yeah. Who makes the list? Who makes the cut? I'm asking you. Oh, 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 you're asking me. Okay. Well, I think it totally depends. So I feel like there are nights where I kind of just want it to be more of a crush yeah. Meaning that it's it's a dinner party, but it's really like you're throwing a bunch of people together. You don't necessarily know how they're all going to mesh. Yes. So fun. So but then exciting. there are other nights where, like, I really want to have a more curated intimate? experience. <laughs> a more intimate curated experience. In I which curate my friends. I, I really curate my list of friends. I like to curate days. every aspect of my life. <laughs> We definitely had a year where we talked about curation a lot. Oh, Jesus Christ. Luckily, I don't think it was before everybody. I know. Don't, don't, don't tell give them. Away. So I feel like something that you and I talk about so much is having a dinner party where you're not only inviting from one group of friends. Yeah. So sometimes I think it's so fun. Obviously, it's like the way that we interact with all of our friends from grad school is very different than when we interact with, like, some people from grad school, some from college, some from, like, high school, ways some that we've from met. Work, exactly. Some from this guy I met on the street. Yeah. <laughs> that one guy. That one guy that I met on the Kevin. street. Hey, you want to come up? Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's just two, to- it's two totally different things. Yeah. And I think that when you have, when you are around people you don't know, mm-hmm. When one is around people one doesn't that one know. doesn't know, <laughs> you automatically are a better version of yourself. So I okay, sorry, sorry. Say, say, say. Give me your hypothesis, and then I'm going to rebut it. Oh my god, I didn't know we were having a, like a high school debate here. <laughs> I think uh, when when I'm in the vicinity, the close vicinity of people I don't know, whether I'm at the same dinner party as they are, whether I'm at a communal table at a restaurant with them, I tend to slightly, I'm more self-aware right? in a way that's not uh, crushing uh, or crippling rather, but uh, like freeing. It makes me like, oh, I, I just feel like I need to perform just the tiny, the slightest bit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on my best behavior, right. as Drake would say. You know what I mean? Do you know so, what I mean, though? Do you know what I mean? So. Rebut, bitch. Rebut, bitch. <laughs> okay, so here's my thought. If I'm seated at a table with somebody, if I'm actually interacting with somebody that I don't know, great. Love it. Could not agree more. Also I love that. to be around a stranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stranger danger. Mm-hmm. I throw these parties sometimes called stranger danger dinners where each person where who's invited. Where a big invited, van pulls up and a guy comes out with a bunch of candy. <laughs> and we all get in. Um, where I invite like four or five friends, but each of those friends has to bring somebody who nobody else at the dinner will know. And So fun. Yeah. Remember last episode we talked about 
tapas. Uh, the tapas. I think the the way to go about inviting people, it's like the tapas of guests. Yeah. It's like, oh, I love that. You don't want, you don't want <laughs> oh just God, like one genre of people. Right. I mean, sometimes you do, but sometimes you just want like your guest list to be a, a tapas. A potpourri. Yeah. A potpourri of tapas peeps. style. Tapas style. <laughs> potpourri of peeps. That's good. That's good. So Ari just moved. So like, let's say your ideal dinner at your former apartment. Mm-hmm. Because right now you haven't fully set up yet, I assume. No, 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 no. So, like, no, no, ideal no. dinner at your former apartment. How many people? I would say, like, mm, eight. Mm-hmm. Six to eight. Mm-hmm. Sit. Uh, 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 <laughs> I gotta get out. Six to eight people, dining room table. Mm-hmm. Any more than that, it's going to turn into more of a, some people are sitting down on the floor. Some people are on the couch. So totally. that's a different kind of dinner party. I yeah. love to get everyone around a, a big table. Me too. Yeah. I mean, that's special. Yeah, it's really special. And yeah. I also, yeah, I think it lets people relax in a different way because, like, it's so comfortable to actually be around a table. And you can all share the same conversation. Yes, I think true. once you get into, like, 10, 12, 16, just skip right over 14. <laughs> 10, 12, 16, 24. <laughs> I think Nora Efron had a big thing about... Always having a round table. Oh, my God. We need to I do a Nora Ephron that idea. Episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but also that's so Nora Ephron to be like, you need to have mm-hmm. a round table and a cloud couch from Restoration Hardware. It's like, I live <laughs> in New York. And a cloud there's couch. no, there's no, no but room I, for a round but table I mean, here. But, I mean, theoretically, like, imagine, clearly there's no room, exactly, but, like, imagine a 10-person round table. It's just yeah. so glamorous. Oh, my God. So fabulous. Sorry. Right. Okay, so eight people. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, How many you, people constitutes a dinner party? One other person. Yeah. You think? You're going, now. I'm going, yeah. Um, I just love the idea that it can be so festive with just one other person. Yeah. Well, we talked about you could have a night for one. Yeah. But I guess really, probably, probably I would say three other people. Yeah. It's like a four person. It's like... I probably wouldn't call that a dinner party to another person, yeah. but P.S. My body would be registering it as a dinner party. My body's saying yes. <laughs> my body's saying just yes. Just so you know, but my body is telling me yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How you like to invite people? Well, before we get to that, I yeah. have this burning thing I need to talk about. Oh, oh, it's oh. super important. Throw it out there. It's going to be a theme in this show. I have a feeling. And it's about a particular type of guest that comes to a dinner party, who Sophie and I fondly like to call, or who Sophie and I fondly refer to as guac guy. Who is guac guy? Guac guy is the guy who comes over, who doesn't cook, but who recently has gotten into making guacamole. Yep. Who considers himself a master chef of the guac. Of, of the guac. He probably calls it guac. He, he, is, the pu- he is the Picasso of avocados. Uh, oh God, barf. He will not let anyone near his guac station. He also has not asked you what you are making that oh, evening. 100% that's He thinks not he's a guac doing guy. you a favor yep. by bringing over just the fixings for guac. Yeah, and there's a there's a big misunderstanding happening here. Huge misunderstanding. First he's of all, taking up a lot of space. He, yeah, he comes in, he's like, hey, like, I'm just going to take like a corner of your kitchen, you don't mind, do you? I'm just going to whip up some guac. Don't uh, worry, I brought some Tostito Santa right? Lime. And you're Who like, doesn't love guac? I don't fucking love guac when well, I just hand-rolled pasta yeah. to make like a, a pork ragu. Yeah. Guac and pork ragu, they don't go together. I mean, I also have said to Ari, like, 
I think guacamole and ma- margarita is the greatest starter of all time, no matter where, what, it's who. It's true. It's true. It how just many? Puts you in a good fucking mood. But Take like, you to the beach. But guac guy. Guac guy. Just it's the it's the attitude. It's the no. There's no uh, sense of like. Spatial relationship. He just comes in, takes over, and he thinks that um, he preemptively thinks that he's going to be really appreciated. Well, you know what's insidious about Guac Guy? What he comes in different forms. He does. Let's talk about this. He comes as a mixologist. Ooh. He comes as a Guac Guy. He might come as a cheese guy. Oh, he might come as a cheese. Oh you know my I mean? god! Like I just got into you're cheese. Blowing my I'm, mind. You're, you're, you're yeah. Oh, I brought 30s. over some antipasti. You, but you, you. Yeah, okay. It's like if you guys have. I brought all this salami. Oh my god! Pre-sliced. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That's a. So here's my thought because like it's so nice, obviously, for people to bring things. You cannot bring me something for my dinner party and then expect me to serve it. I have a plan. I have spent a lot of time and energy know, and thought. That's, uh, that's dangerous territory because okay. you want to be appreciative. Oh, absolutely. Appreciative. Oh, no. Of yeah, course. Wow. But I think the way of being appreciative, appreciative appreciative, is like, I cannot wait to eat this. I can't wait to drink this, et cetera. But maybe it doesn't go with what I made right now. Yeah. And like you as a guest should have got to appreciate that, yeah. right? There's guac guy. So, and mixology guy, he's so real bad. Mixology guy is my friend Mixologic. I think they're all going to be called Mixology. Mixology, yeah. He's gotten really into Mixology recently. And you know, the thing is, I'm dating a Mixology. Oh my God. A baby Mixology. He's, He's a, like, get, kind of getting into it. Okay. And I don't want to, you know, I kind of hate Mixology. Oh, hate as a Mixology. Thing. I will say, I went to like a silly fancy cocktail bar the other night, and the cocktail that I had for the first time ever at a fancy cocktail place was actually delicious. Wait, for the first time ever? Usually they're terrible. We've had great cocktails before. Oh, I always feel like they're bad, and then I I go, why didn't I just order a Negroni or like a glass of wine? No, you know, a Negroni. I feel like I've been I've been to uh, Alinea, the cocktail bar that they have. Oh, um, like Apiary? Yeah, Apiary in yeah. Chicago. I mean, those cocktails oh, blow I'm your sure. mind. sure. They bet. blow your mind. But so sorry. But I can okay. only handle one. That's Your boyfriend thing. is a baby mixologist. Yeah, so I don't want to knock them, but... Are they bad? No, they're good, but it is like... I'll be cooking. I think for him, he's like, oh, I'm going to start doing this since you love to cook. Right. And I'm it's gonna so get really nice. Like it's compliments. So, exactly. It's the it's sweetest very sweet, thing. But also, fuck off. <laughs> but also, like, we were cooking uh, dinner for New Year's Eve, and he set up his bar in the space right next to, between the stove and the freezer. There's, like, you know, a uh-huh. foot-long little right. uh, counter space. I'm sorry. If you got to set up a bar, it's already a disaster. But it's also, like... You don't – the bar shouldn't be next to the stove because no. it's melting the ice. And I understand there's a con, it's the convenience of having the ice. Uh-huh. But just put some ice in a bucket. It's all about space. Yeah. Guac guy's taking up counter space. Mixology Jake is taking up counter space. Yep. And, I mean, it's such a show. They're both like – you're oh. with the mortar pestle oh. with the guac, with the shaker, with the mix. Exactly. It's like, and the cheese guy who then walks me. in, and then the cheese guy walks in and is like, Give "Hey, do you have a wooden board?" Exactly. It's like I'm I. My head is, small is halfway into my oven, ice? and I'm trying to. Do you have like, lemons? Yeah. Do you have? Do, yeah. oh do you have a small bowl so that out. I could decant these spiced almonds? Get out of here. Spice. You know what? Did somebody Almonds. just say Sophie's getting bright <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That's incredible. Let's talk How, about yeah, invitations. T- exactly. Invitations, lack thereof, et cetera. What do you do? It's You know what? I, I think uh, it's tough these days because 
Everyone's inundated with email all the time. Mm-hmm. Paperless posts, great option, but sometimes it's too fancy. Yeah. People, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like not the best mode of getting people to understand what's going on in a way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like yeah. they, they kind of see the paperless post. Maybe they click on it. Maybe they don't open it. And it's like, that's so cute. Ari's having a dinner party. Or, do you know, it's like yeah. less direct in some way. I think maybe it's less direct because there's so many clicks. There are a lot of clicks. They can be a deterrent. Yeah. Sometimes I'll leave a paperless post thing hanging. My, I hate to say that. but it'll. No, I do too. It's like, I don't want to go that deep right now. Yeah. I just it's, don't, I don't want to see that, that digital envelope opening up in the yeah. fucking... And then Card, it, it, like, arising. Yeah. Also, it's expensive, which is weird. Wait, I thought they were free. No. I well, there are some so that are free, but then you're, like, get really, you know, you go down the rabbit hole and you're, like, the inside of this envelope has to be polka dots. <laughs> yes, and exactly. it's a dollar per coin per I mean, polka dot. I think it's the most genius business. Yeah. I just think it's not for me. Well, you know what used to be a little in between? What? Evite. Evite. <laughs> what happened to Evite? Whenever I get an Evite, I'm, like, bless your heart. Oh, Yeah. Well, this year. It's such a mom thing. I feel like probably uses an, an Evite. Yeah. I just mouthed something, but no one will ever know who I said. <laughs> Evil. Evil. Um, I'm, a, I'm an emailer. I'm not a texter when it comes to dinner parties because I'm worried people are on their phone. It's too small. It's yeah. like they're on their phone. They'll be like, yeah, 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 sure. They won't put it into their book. Sorry. Most people don't use a hand scheduler, but like. We do. We do. Yeah. Invitations are tricky because. If you're if you've ever thrown a dinner party before, which many of you have, uh, <laughs> you we don't know who you are yet, we but we will soon. We hope. <laughs> uh, you want to make sure people RSVP because it's a pain in the ass when you don't know how many people are coming over. Yeah, and when that number is fluctuating hours or minutes before the fucking party yeah. starts. Well, and it's funny because like so, I usually throw like a holiday party. Like I throw, I love to throw parties. Clearly, that's why we have this podcast. <laughs> and if I'm throwing a regular party, you so don't need to RSVP. It's like yeah. I'm listen. I'm gonna have enough for fifty people, whether it's fifty, seventy five, a hundred, or forty five. Like I've got the I've got the goods. Yeah. So like for that, you so don't need to RSVP, and right. I don't even put RSVP on those invitations. Yeah. But if I'm truly cooking a proper sit down dinner, oh boy, I need to know. Need to know. I mean, we talk about this. The sound of your phone. An hour to half an hour before your dinner party is the bone chilling. No. It's the worst If you are sound. canceling because you have a cold or an audition tomorrow. Oh, oh if you tell me that you have an audition tomorrow, you are – no, oh, oh, are you I kidding? Know, You're I a pussy. It. Come <gasps> over, stay for an hour and a half, and then go home and work your ass off, please. <sighs> that's Or that's also like then you could have told me three hours ago. That's true. Well, that's why. The invitation is important. The reminder is important. Mm-hmm. And please, if you're listening – RSVP to your friends' parties. Yeah. It's really, res- it's the respectful thing to do. Yeah, it's just respectful. What does RSVP stand for? Something, s'il vous plaît. I'm just going to start saying SVP. I say RSVP ASAP. Me too. Who doesn't know that? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'll meet it, God, God damn it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it is like we're looking in a mirror. Oh, my God. Um, well, let me tell you about my birthday party <gasps> last year. Oh, my God, yes. My yes, boyfriend yes, yes. and I, joint birthday party, Goodfellas themed. Mm-hmm. I invited 40 people. They all are, well, I don't know how many I invited. About 40 people RSVP'd positive. RSVP'd <laughs> <laughs> two thumbs up. Uh-huh. I made this incredible pasta 
that I got from mm. the cookbook that Martin Scorsese's mom put out. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. Could it be more perfect? Oh, you went yeah. really with the theme. That's so good. Yeah, it was great. And I don't really throw theme parties a lot, although I do fantasize about throwing them a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I, I cooked that, and I was like, this isn't enough food. I don't have... I, I don't have enough time. I'm also going to order a bunch of food from this Italian restaurant in Brooklyn that I love. And Perfect. it was like a setup of those big silver, uh, not silver. Like oh, like a, the heating trays. The heating trays yeah. with like the little l- the lamp that keeps everything warm. Yeah. It was a huge setup in the dining room. Day before my dinner party, birthday party, my back uh, goes out. And when Ari's back goes out, it really goes it out. Goes it's out. terrible. It's a horrible inconvenience. And it, you never know when it's going to strike. Mm-hmm. Um, cancel the party, postpone it for a week. Next week happens. I, you know, re- reorder the food. I think I had um, maybe frozen the yeah, you frozen pasta some sauce. Of it. Yeah. Um, Resends out the email, re asks everyone to RSVP. Correct. Everyone re RSVPs. Party starts, no one shows up. I'm exaggerating, but it was ravioli for days. (laughs) It was like Chris's, my boyfriend's parents came. Like they had never been to my apartment before. They were expecting like this big party and they were like, we'll leave. We'll leave. Don't worry. Also because like Ari's a legendary party thrower. (laughs) That's very kind. We'll leave when people get here. We don't want to embarrass you. Cut to like two hours later. You're it's like, like please don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys I are stopped the best. by really late. I remember. I wonder what I was coming from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I remember that food. It was great. But See, that this was, is the you thing. Know, I, was I don't remember a lack so of guests. Much. All I remember was my head, my head and a plate of ravioli. Exactly. More ravioli for me. <laughs> but it's true. And that is the thing of like, what do you do? It can be. And how do you stay. Uh, happy or positive if and when it inevitably happens. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's true. I guess look on the bright side, uh, more red sauce for me. Yes, exactly. Look on the bright side. The cup side. is half full of marinara for sauce. For me. <laughs> the cup of me. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>